coming up on the Venus Cuckoldress podcast. He finally came to me and opened up about wanting to explore the cuckold dynamic, which is what I knew all along, but I just needed him to come out and say that that's what he wanted. So I turned to Dee and I said, um, I think I want to go down on him. He said, really? I said, yeah, yeah. And I just walked right, sort of walked away and went straight up yeah. to this guy and said, you know, I'd like to taste you. And so that happened and it was a really great little experience. I do remember looking up at Dee and him looking back at me and then um, once that had finished, I walked up to him and I said, how does that feel? Was that okay? And he grabbed my hand and he put it on his penis and it was rock hard. <laughs> and I'm like, right, okay. Yeah, Affirmative. Answer. There's my answer. Yeah. And that there was finally the consent I needed. That was yeah. where I finally got my confidence to say, holy shit, this is really what he wants. You are now listening to the Venus Cuckoldress podcast, a place to learn all things cuckolding for the curious, the passionate, and the sexually empowered woman who wants it all. Go to venuscuckoldress.com. You'll find the new Queen's Quarters fan destination. Book a one-to-one chat with me, listen to the private podcast, and even get access to my secret Snapchat group, where I share some of my most intimate encounters. Now sit back, make yourself comfortable, and let's dive right into this episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of the Venus Cuckoldress Podcast. I'm your host, Venus. Thanks for joining me today. And today I have a great episode. My friend Shai from all the way over in Australia is joining me to talk about her amazing story about how she started out kinky and... They ended up involving some cuckolding into it. So it is a really great episode for anyone who's curious to learn about cuckolding, who's curious to learn about kink, and who's curious to learn about blending those two. Before we get started, though, I have a few announcements. The first being I recently got back from a very exciting trip to Houston, and it was, hmm, (laughs) how do I say this? Uh, <laughs> very fulfilling. <laughs> it was great. Um, it was a hotel takeover party and, uh, it was fucking amazing. And it took me a few days to recover. No joke, but it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. And if, uh, you are part of my helpful cuck, uh, fan group, then you will have gotten all the juicy details already in my private Snapchat group and in the most recent live hangout on, Cry- on Crowdcast. So if you are not part of the Helpful Cucks group and you are 
wanting to be a part of my inner circle, you can go to venuscuckoldress.com. Just click on the Queen's Quarters Fan Hub destination and you'll be able to learn about how you can access my private Snapchat and get in on the live hangouts. Now, many of you, I'm sure, are well aware of Lifestylers Magazine, which is a super sexy read, a magazine with all sorts of articles and sexy pictures about the lifestyle. Well, they are actually expanding now. This is super cool. I wanted to tell you about this. So it's not just going to be a magazine. There's actually going to be LSM TV, which is they're going to be doing like one hour TV style shows that are going to showcase uh, lifestyle events and travel locations and resorts and stuff like that across the U.S. So it's going to be pretty cool. And they've uh, just started filming recently, I believe. Um, but you can get more information if you want to go online. Their website is lsm-tv.com. Pretty interesting. Okay, last but not least, the next pillow talk, <laughs> it lands on Black Friday. I didn't even realize this until my friends told me this because I'm up here in Canada. We don't have Black Friday. So, and we, we celebrate our Thanksgiving in October. Yes, it's true. Um, but so Black Friday pillow talk is going to be myself joined by Cuckoldress Anne and Scarlett. So the dream team is uh, reuniting again and it happens to be on Black Friday. So three Queen of Spades are going to join up on Black Friday to do a live Pillow Talk event on Crowdcast. These are always so much fun. So make sure you go register. You can go to the events page at venuscuckoldress.com and catch it live. All right, that's it for the announcements. Now, let's dive right into this episode today. I have on the show with me today my friend Shai, and I'm so excited for this because she's been such a good friend, not only to me, but to many of the women in the lifestyle. And she's always asking other people questions about them. So now it's my turn to ask the questions about her. So welcome to the show, Shai. Say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. And hi, Venus. Thank you for having me. Yeah, great to have you. And you're coming all the way from Australia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's my morning. Awesome. Actually, yeah. no, we're afternoon now. We're afternoon. Yeah, we're a whole way different day we've got going on here. But thank you so much for joining me on the show. I'm so excited to to talk to you and to get your story. I know that we've chatted a little bit through the women's group. Mm -hmm. um, we have a, a secret private women's group for women in the lifestyle to connect. And it is a, a little bit of a community um, of friends. And so I've, I've connected with you on there and I've heard a little bit from you here and there on that, um, in that group. And then I've also, you've been quite active on the Moan app and recently have is hosting lots of rooms on, um, getting to know the people on the Moan app. So that's really great. I'm going to ask you about that, but first I would love for you to share your story about how you and your husband uh, have come into this lifestyle and how did you land at where you are today? Oh, wow. Um, this is an interesting one because it starts before he was in my life and it starts mm. with me um, exploring my sexuality 
in my teen years, um, I was a late bloomer, very late. But when I started, boy, did I make up for it. And I had a boyfriend um, where we just had this incredible chemistry and we explored all sorts of interesting things that I thought were absolutely normal and that everybody did. But once we broke up after about three years together and I started sleeping with other people um, and then I started getting the looks of what the fuck are you doing, (laughs) I realised that oh, maybe this isn't quite so normal and um, I'm maybe a little bit freaky. So I guess that was the beginning of my kink journey, not even realising that that was a thing. Um, you know, long story short, um, married, um, was married for 13, 14 years uh, with the typical, you know, 2.5 kids, white picket fence, that sort of thing, uh, divorced and then started seeking out my people. Um, I just needed to get out there. It was a marriage without intimacy for a very long time. And for me, sex and sexuality is a part of well-being. It's a part of human connection and intimacy, and I think is as important as drinking water and eating good food and exercise. And so... I got online and I started looking for places and um, found myself in sort of the swing circles. Um, I started attending sort of the big events. I call them more flirt fests, but, you know, where you've got three, 400 people getting together in, you know, not much uh, on the body, dancing, flirting, and then people would sort of peel off into their hotel rooms after. Um, and I was in that space as a bit of a unicorn, new term to me at the time. Um, but through that, I discovered the kink community. And so it's been about 10 or 12 years now that I've been in that space and immersing myself um, in that community and learning about kink and BDSM and fetishes and exploring my sexuality. So being in that space for quite a period of time, Um, I had a few relationships, I explored different DS dynamics um, and I was at the time seeing a beautiful woman who was a pro-dom at the time. Um, We were in a polyamorous type relationship. We sort of called it our not-not relationship. We didn't have a label around it. We definitely had a connection and attraction but uh, very organically fluid where we were still seeing other people. Um, and we got invited to a housewarming party at Mutual Friends and she uh, was being set up by these mutual friends of ours with a submissive male. Um, so he drove her to the party and that's where uh, we all met up and um, I ended up with him. <laughs> but... <laughs> She and I are still, well, the three of us are still very good friends. Uh, Her and I don't have the romantic connection anymore. She ended up spending a bit more time with another couple. Um, We're still very good friends. We still have intimate times. And um, so that's how he and I started. Um, At the housewarming, I had just come back from a place called Sex Camp here in Australia, which is sex uh, camp. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was, it's, it was a fantastic 
weekend of workshops. Um, this ran for many years and unfortunately it's no longer, but it was a weekend where you could go and explore everything from rope bondage to dark tantra to pole dancing to fertility issues um, and sound healing and eye gazing. Um, it was an incredible place. Wow. So I had just come back and I was all full of, you know, this great, energy and vibe of sex positivity and I was telling them all about it and I remember him looking at me quite sort of surprised and impressed and I don't know all sorts of emotions but yeah we connected there and um, we I guess already had that set up with he was the submissive male I was the dominant female and um, we engaged in an FLR dynamic um, to start with, uh, he came to me and said, you know, these are the sort of things I'm looking for. And I was like, well, that's easy for me. You just need to know that I'm Polly and I want to be with other people. So if you want to be with me, this is something you're going to need to understand. If you're happy with that, great. If not, fine. Um, he agreed. He said at that time that he was interested in uh, exploring this, but it wasn't something he was um, interested in leading or pursuing, but he would just engage with whatever I set up. <laughs> After months, probably a year or so, he finally came to me and opened up about wanting to explore the cuckold dynamic, which is what I knew all along, but I just needed him to come out and say that that's what he wanted. I couldn't. How did you, how did you know that though? Oh man, when he first came to me, you know, and you know, it was the FLR and then there was chastity and then there was, have you listened to this podcast? Have you heard that <laughs> podcast? Um, and I think one of the first ones I can't remember, but there was this sort of older gentleman doing it from a cuckold perspective, and he was interviewing cuckoldresses. Then he showed me the uh, keys and anklets, and then one day he came up and he said, oh, there's this um, podcast, her name's Venus. Yeah. What do you think of this? <laughs> so, of course, I've listened to every single one. He doesn't listen to them as much as I do, but... Um, that's, I guess, where it all kind of began. Um, it, he divulged that information to me via an email rather than face-to-face. -face. What? Um, <laughs> yep. So he sent an email to Mistress um, talking about his interest in that space or experiences where he felt um, these emotions and um, when he finished it, um, kind of signed it off saying I think I'm ready to throw up now <laughs> oh god okay so yeah that's what I was thinking he must have this must have been very difficult for him to bring up which it seems odd to me because you guys were already in the FLR and you know there's a lot of trust involved in that so you would think that you both have that level of trust where you could be completely emotionally naked with each other but this was still really hard for him Absolutely. to bring it up to you. Yeah, I, I found that really interesting too because it's not like we were in this 20-year relationship where you hear most of the people talking they've been together for a long time and then the husband wants to divulge um this deep dark secret this is 
we have met in a kink positive, sex positive space. We discussed the fact that, you know, you're submissive. I'm, you know, everything was there. All the pieces were there. And I, you know, obviously he chose me for all those things and attraction and, um, you know, core values and all the rest of the things that make any real relationship work. Um, but, yeah, it was still a really difficult thing to come out and say. We had been engaging in chastity for such a long time. Um, and I remember times having these conversations where he's in chastity and I, my libido is going through the roof and he's like, this isn't fair on you. And, you know, I can't. You're like, yeah, it's you know, not. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, but, you know, we're working. We're, you know, it's a, I'm still enjoying the interactions. I'm still yeah. enjoying um, the play and all of this stuff. So you need to just shut the fuck up and let me enjoy this and stop telling me what's good for me and what's not. Um, but. Yeah, it yeah it took um, still amazing. took a lot of time, and like I said, it was not a face to face conversation. There's something about that um, confessing your cuckolding desires for men. There's something so powerful about that that is mm. just like it's it's a level of, of fear and hesitation that it, I will probably never understand. Is yeah, you said it just perfectly. You did not come from a vanilla relationship this should have been something that you know could easily come up in conversation you hinted at it you already knew you wanted it (laughs) (laughs) I was the perfect candidate so you know yeah interesting I yeah there's something about that that's just so powerful for 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 men it's a fear inducing for some reason and I do yet there's us ladies and we're like well hello well I'm down for it <laughs> exactly but I do think there was a difference between when we first started dating and engaging in DS and once we fell in love and had that deep emotional connection I think there was definitely a shift in him there um, where you know there's a chance that he might lose me or that you know this is real like seeing someone you're excited about and just learning and attracted to then this is your partner and someone that you are building a life with and now there's so much more at stake yeah Mm. yeah that makes sense so so where are you guys at right now with the cuckolding stuff? Is, okay. So. Have, you, have, you, have you jumped in or are you oh, still yeah, a little bit. dipping toes? <laughs> still dipping toes. Um, we've been together nearly four years. And at first, like I said, it was sort of the FLR. And then when he came out with the um, email and divulged this desire to um, explore this, we started and I started on to the adult dating sites. Uh, we even went to um, some swingers events more just because you have opportunity to connect with other people, um, you know, trying to find bulls online and people, especially in Australia, oh, my God, <laughs> um, the no-shows, the, you know, big talkers, it's it's. It's difficult. It's tricky. It's so much work. Whereas if you go into a place where, you know, there's going to be sex, there's going to be opportunity to connect with others, it just makes it easier. So the poor guy, 
I drag him in there with his chastity on. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> and um, we, I think one of the first times, and I, for me, it was because he was so hesitant. It actually made me hesitant about, yeah. Yeah. you know, taking the lead and doing something with this. So it was one of the first swing events that I remember we went to and we were standing in a corridor where there was multiple rooms um, around us and we could see into all of them there was sex going on everywhere around us and I remember there was this really cute young guy sort of watching and playing with himself and so I turned uh, to Dee and I said uh, I think I want to go down on him and he said really I said yeah yeah and didn't even I just walked right <laughs> sort of walked away and went straight up yeah. to this guy and said you know I'd like to taste you and so that happened and it was a really great little experience. I do remember looking up at Dee and him looking back at me and then um, once that had finished, I walked up to him and I said, how, do, how does that feel? Was that okay? And he grabbed my hand and he put it on his penis and it was rock hard. <laughs> and I'm like, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's Affirmative. Answer. There's my answer. Yeah. And that there was finally the consent I needed. That was yeah. where I finally got my confidence to say, holy shit, this is really what he wants. It's not that he wants to be with other women. It's not that he doesn't find me attractive. It's not a whole shit ton of other insecurities that come up for you. Did you, and again, did you feel those insecurities? Because yes, those yes. are very common. Yes. Even though I've got this background in the king space and I've been in open relationships it was weird. Like, why would you not want to be with other people? I've, you've come to me and I've said, let's be with other people. You know, let's just have this transparent, open communication. And you're saying no to that. You're saying yes, but you're kind of happy for me to take the lead. And if you're not really involved, that's okay too. Like, what is this? <laughs> so, yeah, it does. It plays with your insecurities. And I, you know, I still felt that kind of, does he really want this? Is this going to make us or break us? Um, yeah, that was sort of the early stage. And then, of course, the pandemic hit. You know, you're isolating. And in Australia, we had those really extended periods of time where we were stuck at home, couldn't connect with other people. Um, so that put us back. It was like starting from scratch. Um, and we've only just recently um, started looking at exploring that again um two weekends ago i dragged him off to a swingers party again again in his little cage <laughs> and it was a beautiful place and it was a great night there was about 130 people there but i'm a picky bitch and there was no one there that i just felt i could connect with or i'd want to have anything to do with um spoke to quite a few people and they were all nice and lovely but I just didn't see that connection I need to have more than just this is an opportunity that there has to be a connection for me to engage with someone else but we did um meet a, a couple um there who happened to be kinksters as well and we ended up in the dungeon that night so there's a dungeon level at this swing club and we engaged in this incredible impact play session and it was really um uh, uh, it was a really 
intimate and connected and this amazing energetic connection that we had between the four of us. I was uh, giving the impact to um, the submissive of the other dominant female and that submissive was watching my partner, watching them getting this intimate act and even though there was no sex involved, it was sexually charged and it was uh, connected and amazing and that left us feeling quite satisfied and I even felt like that was um, a cuckold act. Um, yeah. It, it started off with um, there was no impact toys around the space for us to use. There was a cabinet there but needed keys, so I sent my partner off to grab those from the bar and uh, by the time they came back, I was engaged. And so one minute I was on the couch watching uh, an engagement and next minute he comes back and I'm um, towering over this little submissive who's yelling and screaming, saying, is that all you've got? And then crumbling with pure pleasure and ecstatic <laughs> feelings. And, um, yeah, it was it was amazing and I felt on a high for days after and we ended up back at the hotel room engaging in some fun activity between the two of us. That was enough for us to enjoy that. Yeah. Hey guys, guess what? I have found something pretty amazing. It is a natural way for you to get better erection strength, quality and firmness, all things I know you want. And it also gives you better performance and stamina in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And as a bonus, it benefits your overall cardiovascular and sexual health. It's called Joy Mode. And I love the name. It's a sexual performance booster and it's made with science-backed ingredients. It's like a pre-workout supplement, but for the bedroom. So whether you're amping up the heat with the wife in the bedroom or you're going for gold <laughs> in a marathon session at a hotel takeover event, this supplement has to be part of your routine, part of the checklist. You can learn more and order yours at usejoymode.com. And if you enter the code VENUS, you get 20% off. So that's usejoymode.com. Go ahead, get yours. Thank me later. See, that's the thing. I mean, I think people, I could be wrong, but for, if in, in my experience, when they go to like a place like a swingers club, go with this agenda where they're like, I need to hook up with and do this and do whatever in order mm -hmm. to feel like I've had a good night, you know? And I've been... I've been to those clubs before and, you know, none of that's happened, but I've had really intimate experiences with people I've met and felt, I walked away feeling like I had just the best night. Like I, you know, I had a great night. Um, so it's interesting. You can still have a great time and mm -hmm. not involve a dick in pussy sex. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I think that's where the sort of, DS dynamic in a cuckold um, relationship, you can explore that so much further without having to have that PIV sex or, you know, um, yes. whatever. It, it can be so much more just having that um, intimate connection with others. And you, the two of you have such an interesting story. Well, because 
you the way that you started out with being in that kind of FLR, that dominant submissive, that kind of power exchange dynamic, um, and then incorporating the cuckolding after afterwards, it's usually <laughs> the other way around. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I think that's so interesting because I get you know, I talk to a lot of people all the time and um, have couples who are kind of struggling with how to incorporate kink into their cuckolding dynamic or hot wifing dynamic um, <clears throat> because it's not a background that they do have. So then mm. this is new to them, you know, um, whereas it wasn't new to you, you'd gone to sex camp. <laughs> <laughs> You've been to sex camp. <laughs> sex camp. <laughs> but you know, like, and so how, what would you, recommend because I don't know I mean I don't come from a kink background mm -hmm. I know a thing or two about chastity and I pegged a few boys in my life but like I have not I don't have a like a strong kink background at all and so I'm not sure what to say to people as far as incorporating kink into their relationship but there certainly are women out there like yourself and mistress k is another one that i can think of who um have a wealth of knowledge in this area as far as experience goes mm -hmm. uh, and now that you're kind of like incorporating both that kind of loving cuckolding relationship with your kink experience what would you say would be um an easy, simple kind of way for couples to to go down that road if they wanted to. I mean, not all. I mean, like we've said it a bazillion times before, but like cuckolding is whatever you want it to look like, and mm -hmm. you design your relationship however the fuck you want, and and it doesn't mean you have to have kink in it. But a lot of couples do kind of want to experience that or experiment with that, just like they have a dungeon at swing clubs now. Like this mm -hmm. is this is the thing where people are more willing to like you know, explore that, go down that road, 50 shades of gray kind of thing. Um, but, and so that's great, but how people don't really know how to sort of get started with that. What would you yeah. say? That's a good question. Um, and a tricky one to answer because I think a lot of it comes from just who you are as a person and what your kinks are. And I think the biggest thing is like we said about him divulging his desire to explore cuckolding, I think it's about being open and transparent about your own desires and then knowing, I guess, how to engage with that. Um, but also it's, it's not necessary to be some kink expert or know what BDSM is and what those acronyms stand for. And, you know, there's a level of knowing things in regards to how to play safe so that if you start engaging in things like impact play, for instance, where there's a risk of injury, um, so then seeking out that information and finding out how to do that safely. But I think um, the DS component is mostly psychological and it's that power exchange. I think um, what a lot of people don't know or don't understand is that they see DS as the dominant is this person who has all the power and the submissive is supposed to just listen and do what they're told. Mm -hmm. But the reality is they both have that power and it is a synchronicity and a 
dance. It is not a war. It is not a struggle. It is a dance. The fact that we use power exchange, the terms like dominance and submission, I find problematic because when you say you're submissive, all of a sudden you're seen as subhuman, as someone who's not deserving. Um, and so that's where we get these connotations that you're less than and this is an imbalance. And so even with cuckolding, how many times have you said to someone, I get to sleep with other people, they don't, we both like it that way, and that's a wonderful thing. And people still look at it and see it as completely unfair. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. But, I so, can understand where you're going with that. Yeah. Yeah. So DS is the same. Um, when people realize that it's an exchange of power and it's like when you have a tug of war and if you're both pulling in your direction and it's hard and it's work and then if someone ends up pulling a little bit too hard, someone ends up on their ass. But if you're being playful and you're both tugging at this rope in a beautifully balanced way, it can be fun and engaging and all of a sudden you're both getting things out of it. So it doesn't matter what the activities are that you're engaging in. It's the fact that both people are getting satisfied. So it's not this equality by measuring that if I give you a cake, you get half of it and I get half of it. It's, I'm a big, you're a sweet tooth, I'm not so much. So I'm actually quite satisfied with the piece. You can have the rest. The whole cake gets eaten and it's enjoyed by both people equally. Hey, did you know that there's a one-of-a-kind matchmaking service for cuckolding and female-led relationships? Venus Connections is a private service for single men and single women who want a loving cuckolding relationship. And now there's a new separate FLR program too. There's no scrolling through profiles or sharing photos with members. It's totally private. And the dates are blind dates too. Included in the program is a three-week course and an interview with me. So join now at venusconnections.com and use the code Top tier 2024 for 40% off the top 1% membership. That's venusconnections.com. Make 2024 the year that you get the relationship of your dreams. Oh, that is beautiful. I, a lot of what you just said made me think about how I've tried to explain cuckolding to people in that I'm like, this is a, a very much emotional dance that you're both mm -hmm. playing, that you are both participating in. And it's a very much a fluid back and forth. It, it's almost like artistic. It is mm -hmm. unique to both of you and, mm -hmm. you know, something that is um, beautiful. And so I like, but I've tried to explain that to people and they don't understand. It, but I, it's very, it's that sounds a lot like what you're talking about with this kind of like um, um, tug of war of playfulness of, mm -hmm. you know, it's 
sometimes more about her. It's sometimes about him. And it's like it's a back and forth. And and you both are having fun and you're both enjoying it. And But to the people outside of that, they may not understand it. They just say, oh, one side open relationship? Well, that's not fair to him. <laughs> you know? <laughs> or dominant, oh, you're submissive? You must be, you know, a doormat. It's like, exactly. no. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, so in answer to the question with for the people that are interested in exploring that a little bit more, um, all I would say is, be open about what you like. Be open to exploring. Maybe if somebody um, opens up to you and when they tell you their um, desires and it maybe doesn't sound like something you want, that's okay. Um, don't yuck it straight away. Sit on it. Have a little think about why that's not feeling good for you. Have conversations around why that's not good for you and find ways that you can engage that's going to be beneficial to the both of you. Um, I think most of this comes down to self-acceptance. When you're with someone you love, you love all of them, and if there are things about them that you might not understand, that's okay. Um, but be open and accept them for who they are and um, try not to judge them because ultimately it's generally because you've judged yourself <laughs> and have these preconceived ideas about what that might be. Yeah. So reach out to your local communities. Fat Life is a good place to start um, with finding out what's going on in your area Literature, there are so many resources online about kink and BDSM. Educate yourself. Um, find out more about how these things work. Talk to people. Get on places like the Monap. Chat about what your desires are. Talk about what you've been exposed to. If someone's come to you and you're not feeling comfortable about it, have a look within and see why that is that way for you. Mm -hmm. Very good advice. Yeah, absolutely. There's a ton of places online that you can learn about this. And that's a great place to start. It can be a little bit overwhelming as far as like, <laughs> if you go on FetLife, you're going to probably see some things you never thought <laughs> you would <laughs> look at. <laughs> and that's how it was for me when I'm on there. I was like, holy fuck. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I need to start in small steps. Okay. <laughs> Because <laughs> it can be overwhelming, for it sure. sure Monap is a great place to start because there's all sorts of discussions on there. Yeah. You can, you know, ask questions and you can, and people are very accepting and open-minded there. It's very inclusive. And yeah, that that's definitely a great place to start. But um, what about uh, munches? Like those, uh, yep. they call them munches. Do you have yep. those? So that's a really good place to start. Um most people will be a little bit hesitant to go to things like swing events or kink parties and events. So a munches, um, munches have been designed to allow newcomers into that space. And generally what they are is a gathering of kink uh, lifestyle people, kink and BDSM lifestyle people, in a vanilla setting. So it could be in a bar, it could be at some cafe, it could be at a picnic. And um, they generally come in vanilla attire um, and there's some sort of notice somewhere maybe there's a teddy bear on a 
table where <laughs> when you walk in, you know, oh, that's the Oh, people. so that's how you know. That's how they have a little signal. They, they will often have something on the table to symbolize this is us. Um, oh. And that way you can come in, join, meet people who are into the lifestyle um, without all the scary stuff that's happening in, for example, a swing or a kink event. And you can have yeah. a chat to them. Um, generally, the people that organize these things are very much about keeping a safe um consensual space i think uh, on your last episode kuk t mentioned that was how he entered um yeah. the space of kink so it was attending a munch and meeting another submissive and um learning from there and meeting more people and i think um by meeting people who are like-minded and doing these things you start to um you're exposed to uh, more things and you learn more about yourself than you ever <laughs> yes. yes, I could definitely see that happening. Yeah, Kakti was great. Thank you so much for for that advice. I love your story. I love how it has evolved, how it started, how it evolved. <laughs> I love that um, it fascinates me that it still was so difficult for him to bring this up to you and that you still you had those common um, insecurities that women have when when this mm-hmm. is brought up. And mm-hmm. it seems to be generally very a, a, a common thing that happens um, in the in these conversations. So um, thank you so much for sharing your story. Pleasure. And I really enjoyed getting to know you. And I'm hoping that we can do a moan chat together. Would so love to. that, yeah. So that anybody who's listening right now is able, if you have questions or comments, um, you'll be able to catch us on the Moan app and we will be doing a live conversation. You can jump in, you can ask questions, um, or you can just listen whatever you like. It's always a lot of fun. We'll have to get the time zones correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it'll be probably nighttime for me, probably morning for you. And yeah, it'll be a good time. Um, and I guess if anybody wants to connect with you, the Moan app would be the best place, right? Yeah, I hang out there pretty often. So you'll get to chat to me um, real time. <laughs> Wonderful. And I will. I'll post the link to the Moan app in the show notes for today. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Shai, for joining me. And I'll be chatting with you soon on the Moan app. Thank you for having me. It was fun. (laughs) That's going to be it for today's episode. Thanks for joining me. But before I say goodbye, I need to let you know that Shai and I are going to be doing a Moan Chat live on the Moan app uh, 12 p.m. Pacific on November 22nd, which is a Tuesday. So mark your calendar. There will also be a link in the show notes for it as well. 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on November 22nd. Go to venuscuckoldress.com if you want to learn about some other events. Check out the Queen's Quarters Fan Hub. And you can even submit a question for the show. You can check out the private podcast or even book a private chat with me. Now, before I say goodbye, I just would like to ask a big favor. If you love this show, and I hope you do, could you please leave a rating and review on Apple? Five stars would be awesome. A great review would be super. I would totally appreciate it. And I always check out the reviews. That's it for today. We'll see you next time.
believe it's been four years since I first started this podcast. And looking back, I had no idea that this would be my full-time job. I love the work that I do. And it's because of you, the listeners, and your support that I'm able to do this. So right now, if you join the Helpful Cuck tier, you get tons of benefits. My favorite ones are the private one-to-one chat every month. You also get access to my private Snapchat group. Weekly live hangouts with me on Crowdcast. I love those. And you get juicy bonus episodes. There's key holding. There's video replays of the Pillow Talk events. And there's also access to my private community on the Moan app. So join right now. You can use the promo code CUCKLOVE2024 for 15% off your Helpful Cuck membership at venuscuckledress.com.